Well, hey everyone, this is Cameron, pastor at Door of Hope Northeast, and we have begun our third week in the Gospel of John together for those of you who are able to do it with us. Uh, this week we are in chapters 9 through 12, um, so by the time you're listening to this, I hope you've started. Um, we have another guest speaker today. This is Annie Robertson, uh, who will share a little bit about herself, but she has done a wonderful job and we're so excited and blessed to get to hear from her. So. Uh, I am just going to turn it over to Annie. Hello, everyone. This is Annie Robertson. It's really nice to be with my church family again via technology right now. I guess we had a good couple of services. <laughs> um, so some of you might know me from Door of Hope. I've been attending with my husband for the last um, almost 10 years or so. Um, I have three kids, so you can usually find me during the service in the back of the church, just crawling around with our little baby daughter um, or hanging out with my kids after the service. Um, so Cameron asked me to talk today about Jesus as our good and caring shepherd. So I'm going to be reading out of John 10. I'm going to do verses 1 through 21. So this is Jesus speaking to the Pharisees. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, Anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep, and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for my sheep. I have other sheep that are not in this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life, only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I laid it down on my own accord. I have authority to lay it down, and I have authority to take it up again. This command I have received from my father. The Jews who heard these news were again divided. Many of them said, He is demon-possessed and raving mad. Why listen to him? But others said, These are not the sayings of a man possessed by a demon. Can a demon open the eyes of the blind? So in a time with just a lot of uncertainty right now with coronavirus, with news changing really throughout our world, changing every hour it seems like, um, a lot of us even personally experiencing hardships with our health, with job loss, 
lot of different worries. I'm just looking at this passage in John is really reassuring for me, um, just as far as being taken care of by Jesus, our shepherd. Jesus is the caring and good shepherd, gives us a picture of how protective God is over us and of how we can just dwell in his safety. So this entire passage I just read offers a lot of comfort, but I'm going to focus on the first few verses here. So of the visual right away that we see in verse 1 of the sheep being in the sheep pen and just having that be something that is built with a very specific purpose of protecting the sheep from predators, from attacks that will come to the sheep. So we know, as Jesus said, in this world we will have trouble. And just knowing that God has gone ahead of us and built us a secure dwelling place is just shows how good he is to surround us with his protection and give us a secure place to rest where we don't have to be vigilant, we don't have to be on guard. Our shepherd does that for us. So here in verse 3, it says, He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. So for me, the concept and just the whole idea of Jesus loving the world, like all of the world, all of creation, all of humanity as one whole, that's not hard for me to really come to terms with. But just reading how Jesus knows us by name really strikes a chord with me to just know that the Good Shepherd knows us individually and intimately is really pretty powerful. The King of Kings is in charge and knows everything and the entire world also knows us. He knows our deepest desires. He knows our hurts. He knows our joys. He knows everything that makes us tick and he calls us by our names. I think um, it you know, in the parable of the lost sheep, it even says he leaves the 99 to find that one. So not only does he know us so intimately, but he is such a good shepherd that he comes and he finds us when we choose to walk away from him. Such a beautiful picture of just being looked after. So I think in times like right now, when there's just a lot of chaos um, and we can feel just so much, I mean, rightfully so, just a lot of uncertainty and maybe fear starts to creep in. I think just I would encourage you to just think about what ways Jesus knows you and what ways Jesus has shown that he knows you personally, you as yourself, like me as Annie. What ways has he shown me? If, um, it could be a verse that you read that really speaks to your heart. It can be a need met by someone in the community. It can be a prayer answered, um, somebody speaking to a problem or a joy or praise that you have that you haven't even voiced out loud. Um, I, on some days, it's even, I think, can be even as simple as seeing something really beautiful that just really holds your attention and was just given to you by the Good Shepherd that wants you to experience joy. So I really would encourage you to think about the ways that God is uniquely speaking to you. So in verse 4, Jesus goes on to say about the shepherd, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. So the picture painted here is just complete trust from the sheep to their shepherd. The shepherd opens the gate and later Jesus says he is the gate. He is the gate that we as the sheep go out. 
so he opens the gate when it is safe for us to follow him. So something pretty cool that I learned um, is that sheep actually do know the, um, they can differentiate voices. So they actually do know the voice of their shepherd and they can tell the difference between the caregiver's voice and somebody else's voice. So when we see in verse 1, um, Jesus talking about thieves and robbers and trying to come in from different sides of the gate, or how we can see in verse 12, and the hired hand says, is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when the wolf are coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. I think there are so many things in our lives that become those false voices that we need to differentiate from our shepherd's voice and the false voices that we think are going to lead us to security. I think a lot of that stuff can be things that are not inherently bad. It can be family voices from our family of um, maybe financial goals we have, job, job security, anything that we can find a false sense of security in. I think for myself, especially in a time of really crisis right now, um, that's the news. I want to prepare. You know, I want to be able to really like read every article and listen to every podcast and try to gather as much information, all of those different voices as I can to feel prepared and feel really like I am doing what I need to do to stay safe when in reality, what, what would give me real security, what would give us real true security and safety is turning to Jesus and knowing our shepherd's voice and ways that we can do that are through scripture, through spending time in his word, through spending time in prayer, through spending time listening to the Holy Spirit and what he is really revealing in our hearts through our time in prayer. So I want to go ahead and end by reading out of Ezekiel 34, just a really beautiful picture of the promise that that God gave to bring us a shepherd. So this is Ezekiel 34, starting in verse 11. For this is what the sovereign Lord says, I myself will search for my sheep and look after them. As a shepherd looks after his scattered flock when he is with them, so will I look after my sheep. I will rescue them from all the places where they were scattered on a day of clouds and darkness. I will bring them out from the nations and gather them from the countries, and I will bring them into their own land. I will pasture them on the mountains of Israel, in the ravines and in the settlements of the land. I will tend to them in a good pasture, and the mountain heights of Israel will be their grazing land. There they will lie down in good grazing land, and there they will feed in the rich pasture on the mountains of Israel. I myself will tend to my sheep, and have them lie down, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will search for the lost and bring back the strays. I will bind up the injured and strengthen the weak, but the sleek and the strong I will destroy. I will shepherd the flock with justice. I'm going to go ahead and close this out in prayer. Jesus, we just thank you for being here with us. We thank you for all of the different ways that we can connect with our church community right now, that we can Dwell in your word together, Lord, and pray that all of this glorifies you, Father, that wherever we are right now, however separated we may feel, Lord, that we know that we're bringing glory to you by worshiping you. 
We just thank you, Jesus, for being our good shepherd. Thank you that we can dwell in your word, that we can rest, Lord, that we don't have to do anything to earn your caretaking. I just thank you that you know each one of us intimately, that you know us by name, that you know our needs. I pray, Lord, that as you shield us from different attacks, whether it's health, spiritual, physical, anything that is going to come our way throughout our lives, Lord, and through this um, kind of tumultuous time in our world right now, I pray that we continue to hear your word clearly, your voice. Um, I pray that it speaks louder than any other voice that's in our life right now. I pray that we learn to tune out the other distractions, Lord, so we can hear you clearly say to follow you, Lord. I pray for our city as we go through this next uncertain time, Lord, and I pray that we continue to reach for for you and for your word and your safety. And I pray that you are just continually with us as you never leave our side, Lord. In your name, amen. <laughs>